TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 485. And if you haven't been under a rock for the last nine years, I do this every single week with the Zen master of wellness. He is the most de-stressed, coolest guy you'll ever meet. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, great man? Oh, hello, PC. Thank you so much. Um, Zen is definitely not what I am, but I tell you what I do understand is stress and the impact of stress, and I'd love to talk about that today. But PC, um, it is great to be joining you, and you're right, every single week for nine years and a bit, pushing on 10 years. It's amazing that it's... When will 520 be? Oh, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. And for those people that are watching or listening to us for maybe the first time because you're interested in today's topic, which is all about stress and cracking your stress code, we've got hundreds of interviews with graceful ages, centenarians, uh, health leaders, icons of humanity in our archives uh, or the Mm -hmm. archives, as some people like to say. Um, And Yeah, it's just a joke. Don't worry. Uh, Another dad joke. First dad joke of the episode. Um, and you can go back yeah, into the catalogs. Laughing um, emojis. Laughing emojis. <laughs> the annals of 100 Not Out History. Some care emojis. Consume so some of those interviews and laugh at some of our dad jokes, which definitely average <laughs> one per episode. So, um, so, so average. But if you go into the archives of 100 Not Out, you will find in episode 35 and 36, a two-part series called Crack Your Stress Code, which is one of Damien Christoph's greatest presentations. And I'll preface this by giving the great man a plug. If you are a business, small, medium, or large, and you have a team that are feeling the effects of stress and you want someone to come in and go wham and inspire (laughs) and inform on understanding, managing stress, then I'm telling you, book the great Damien Christoph to present Crack Your Stress Code. Many companies, particularly in Melbourne, have done so, and they are international uh, companies on a, that have a global presence. But enough of the plugging, because I know the listeners and the viewers now want the meat on the bone. Damo, over to you mm-hmm. to introduce Crack Your Stress Code, the post-COVID 2022 How Do I Re-Enter the World edition. And the crowd goes absolutely wild, and I walk on the stage, and here we go. I'll raise my bat. Piercy, thank you so much. Um, I can't believe it was back then, episode 34 and 35. The December, so, 8th of December, 2013, nearly nine years ago. Wow, we that is that is incredible. Well, uh, things have changed quite a lot in that time because we used to get stressed about different things. Um, these days, um, you know, there's clearly perpetual stress and stressors and you know whether it be inflationary pressure whether it be buying a house uh, whether it be rising interest rates whether it be um, health mandates whether it be um, ridiculous rules and laws and all that sort of stuff like it's just um, it's stressful it's always just something else and a lot lot of people are kind of you know now rolling with that and just going okay well that's just the way it is Um, and but there's other people that are kind of really pushing back and going this is too much I've had enough Mm. or enough depending on whereabouts you grew up and (laughs) so we're seeing that people are definitely um, 
more stressed. There was a study, Piercy, and you might recall, uh, they did a study on the impact of a stressed mother on the neonate. And they measured uh, the cortisol levels of the um, of the born child um, who had a mother who had reported to be stressed throughout the pregnancy versus the um, the cortisol levels of the baby that was born in an environment or to a mother that hadn't been stressed. And the baby who was uh, born to a stressed mother had higher blood levels of cortisol and stress hormones in its blood at birth and obviously displayed higher levels of anxiety and restlessness and all the other bits and pieces that go along with it. And it highlighted that even in utero, stress actually impacts uh, the the baby. Um, And of course, clearly stress impacts the unborn fetus. Um, And then of course, it goes without saying that in an environment where stress continues to, you know, be perpetual and grow and become um, more prevalent, and we're talking about environmental stress being the emotional stress at this point in time, um, that people will wind up and be in a more stressed um, state, which, which, as, as we will go through today, we talk about the different stages of stress, uh, we'll work out that as you rest in a state of stress, then you wind up towards um, greater levels of anxiety, greater levels of um, discontentment, greater levels of insomnia, greater levels of depression, and so on and so forth. And so it's easier to achieve all that sort of stuff, which we'll go through as we go. So I know there's already people listening or watching this uh, right now. You can watch this on Facebook at 100 Not Out. And they are already going, oh, my gosh, Damo. So if I was born into a stressful environment by a stressed-out mother, um, mm-hmm. uh, one, that might explain a lot of things, but two... Is it something that can be uh, reversed is not the right word, but how does someone deal with that, improve it, if they already can acknowledge that they grew up in a stressful environment? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Because you, we are led to believe that you can go to sleep and then reset your body. Like, I just need to get a good sleep so I can reset. Um, and there's other people that uh, would also comment, and I think science has shown that you can't bank your sleep mm. so you can't just bank your sleep and go get 14 hours you know one day and then or sleep when i'm dead five. which is what a lot of people like to say well i'll tell you what you'll get to dead quicker if you continue to think that way mm. so it's uh, and i i experienced all of that not without dying of course but i did experience um, you've been born was- again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I definitely experienced um, the burnout associated with that policy. Yeah, you know, I only need four hours of sleep. I can keep on going, um, but yeah. So the the yes, the answer is yes. You can unravel and you can unwind the impact of chronic stress over time. But it's not something that just happens because you can take a pill, you take mm. a vitamin B supplement, or you take an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety tablet, or you know, you go and bath in magnesium and spray yourself with magnesium and then eat and drink magnesium. Like that's not how all that's going to happen. And then, you know, having some ashwagandha and some other types of herbs and, you know, ginkgo biloba or whatever else you're going to take, like, you know, that guarana, other caffeinated beverages, these sorts of things aren't going to be panaceas to helping you um, get things back under control. It's a concerted effort. There's things that you need to do with your posture. There's things that you need to do with your mindset. There's things you need to do with your exercise. Uh, there's things that you need, with your di- need to do with your diet. Um, but I think it's really important that we understand that stress 
by and large, is actually how we continue to grow. And it is really important and it is really good for us. It's just understanding that we are experiencing stress um, so that we can mitigate the impact of stress on our body, which is really important. Uh, and, and so we, we should start with the understanding of what maybe what stress really actually is. Well, and I'd love to do that in just a moment because we're going to go through these phases of, of cracking your stress code. But something you just raised, which I think I just want to reiterate to everyone watching and listening is you spoke about the physical or chemical, emotional, almost hangover in adulthood that can often be created in birth or childhood, particularly in posture and the way that we mm-hmm. hold our body. And if we were raised, if we had a very stressful either in utero or labor or early childhood, that can manifest in just the way that we hold ourselves and a lot of people don't necessarily relate that to stress they can relate that to anything else like i was born that way or i've just been sitting a lot or they forget that stress can be one of those factors that can contribute so heavily to just the way they carry themselves and and you've already spoken about chemical and emotional so i I thank you for, for raising that point yes a definition of stress let's go there what is stress all right. Well, it's, it was, stress was originally um, a term that was coined to describe a movement away from homeostasis or balance by the body. And so it was a, a term that was coined. Um, I, I can't, I, I know who coined it, but it's just not coming to me right now. Um, you might recall, and maybe you can do a little Google search, but it was coined, the term stress was coined to describe a state. Um, where the body has moved away from its typical um, or, or normal homeostasis, its normal balance point, um, as a result of um, continual threats or um, uh, continual, uh, what would it be? Yeah, I'd say threats to um, itself, um, whether it be perceived or actual. So it was, it's something that actually ha- either happens to the body or is thought to have happened to the body whether it's something that actually was mentally um, manifested or mentally actually happened or physically manifested or physically actually happened, whether it actually happened or not, um, it creates a diversion away from homeostasis and that state is coined stress. That's really what it is. And so that is just profound, I think, for people. I have a, a beautiful daughter who loves to worry and often about things that never uh, manifest in life and I think most people that worry can acknowledge that 99% of the things that they worry about never come to fruition but the worry yeah. can be exactly what you just said about the worry is causing stress which is taking you away from homeostasis which then means that any number of things can happen you're not sleeping enough you've got more cortisol in your body which is keeping your adrenally bounced around um, and nothing actually ever ever happened it was something that was just happening in the mind yeah yeah that's exactly right so the perception of it so i often talk about um a story uh, where i i mean pc you know that i say yes like if you ask me something i will say yes and then often as a result of having said yes i've double booked or i've uh overcommitted, and I, then i've got to go back and say sorry no i can't do it or if i say yes i'll find a way to fit it all in and you might find me in four or five or ten different places in one day because i said yes. we put his left arm somewhere we put his right arm somewhere else we put his yeah face somewhere yeah <laughs> we're very good at, yeah, totally. at dividing you up yeah yeah that, well that's exactly right and so i um 
I, I was asked by Norm Broccoli many years ago to come and do a presentation on stress uh, for the Chiropractors Association of Victoria. So this is back when, you know, chiros were in different regional areas, you know, had, you know, a, a state-based system plus a national body and the Victorian uh, CAA was headed by Norm and Norm said, Damo, would you come and do a talk on stress? And I said, yes. And and I'd never done a talk on stress before. I didn't even know. Like I, I knew that I had experienced stress, but um, you know, because I was a presenter, I just thought, oh yeah, cool, no worries. And he said, that's great. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be. I said, how many people is gonna be in front of? He said it'll be in front of about eighty people in the room, and about three hundred people will be live streamed in. And um, and I said, oh, that's great, no problems. And he said, when is it? I said, when is it? He said, it's like next week. And I was like, far out. I said, how long does it go for? He said, three hours. So like, I've, I've said yes to like a three-hour presentation on stress. Uh, and I've never spoken on stress before. So I went to town building a slide bank on my Mac computer, uh, my brand-new Mac um, at the time. I think I've still got it, actually. I kept oh, it no. for mem- like, memory's sake. It's- and I, um, and so I, I built this amazing presentation, like 180 slides for this presentation to um to be able to talk on stress so anyway on the day that i was going to do this presentation on a stress pc um there was an update that apple wanted to give me on my computer and i said yes and so i clicked yes and um, at that point in time my brand new mac went into a spinning wheel of death um and it stayed in a spinning spinning wheel of death um all day and so at lunchtime i contacted apple and said hey apple um, they said, hey, Damo, and I said, uh, I've got something wrong with my computer. I've got the speeding wheel of death, and I was doing an update, and they said, oh, that doesn't sound very good. And um, they said, you're going to have to reset the um, you know, the operating system. I said, how do I do that? They said, you're going to need to put the install disks back into the computers back when um, you know, your computer actually had a disk drive. It was in know. pieces, and you could, like Lego. Yeah. yeah, and so, well, it wasn't. The disk drive was built into the computer, into the MacBook Pro. And so I then, they said, you've got to get those disks. And I, and I was, you know, working in Middle Park at the time and I was living in Hawthorne. So I thought at lunchtime I would drive home um, and get these disks. And so I went all the way, got the disks, came all the way back and then popped the disk in and it said it's going to take like six hours to reset it. And I had this presentation of 180 different slides, you know, built. <laughs> And my presentation that night was due to be done in like six hours and 40 minutes or something. And my install discs said that it was going to take six hours and 38 minutes like in order to do it. And the timer was counting down, but at exactly the right pace, like minute by minute. You know, sometimes it goes faster and it catches up and you go, oh, yeah, six hours, 38 minutes. Oh, that really means two and a half hours. Well, this was six hours, 38 minutes to the second, like to the second. So literally as I've, you know, walked out of – of my of the practice in Middle Park, um, with my glasses, with my bottle of water, my black my BlackBerry device because I was still on BlackBerry those days, and some sushi. Um, I've jumped into our Audi. You might recall that we had this little Audi, and I've jumped into the Audi. It was a manual car. I've put the bottle of water between my legs. I'm eating sushi, and my phone's ringing, and I've got that in the holder, and uh, and I'm driving off to go down from Middle Park down Albert Road to the Royal Australasian College of General Practitioners, RACGP, because that's where I was delivering the presentation. That in itself made me nervous, going to the Royal Australasian College of General Practitioners, and I'm a chiropractor, and I'm going to do a, t- a presentation on stress that I've never done a presentation on before, and I don't know whether or not my slide 
slide presentation is going to work because I'm still going through the install because the disc's still spinning around <laughs> saying you have 15 minutes to go. And that means I basically had 20 minutes to be at this presentation after I finished practice. And, you know, I was anxious. So I get to the end of Albert Road, just where the Grand Prix would take place. And I'm turning right onto, um, onto Queen's Parade just before, you know, as it comes off Queen, uh, King's Way. And I'm turning right. And as I'm about to turn right, um, I've got the bottle of water between no. my lap. Oh, and no. I'm eating some sushi. No, no, no. And a car pulls up beside me, and on the car was like that checkerboard sticker, you know, that like checkerboard sticker. And in my mind, straight away, I saw that little checker sticker that runs along like this, and I've gone, oh my God, it's the police. And so I've got my phone, and I'm eating sushi, and I'm about to go around the car, around the corner. And just that little split second, I squeezed my thighs together as I was changing gears, and the water has gone <laughs> up into my lap. I've dropped the sushi, I've dropped my phone into the well, and as I'm bunny hopping around the corner to get around, <laughs> turning right, the taxi, which is on my right-hand side of the police car, <laughs> overtakes me, and I'm thinking I've been an idiot here, and my computer, which is sitting on the passenger side, bunny hops itself into the passenger footwell, and, cl- and the lid closes. <laughs> Believe that? Do you believe that? So I'm like, oh, FFS, FFS. I'm saying to myself, actually, not even whispering, yelling it, screaming at it because I am stressed. I've got sweat marks under my arms like you've never seen before, bigger than Brad Hills, and I had drunk way too many coffees that day, and I was like. My guts were unhappy. My heart was beating way too fast. I wasn't in a really good state. I wasn't in a great state at all. And uh, as I screech oh up, up on Kilda Road to the RACGP, pull out, do a handbrake, he skid, open up my Mac computer, hoping it hasn't shut down. And it still hadn't shut down. It says you have four minutes and 30-something seconds till the install is completed. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's still not done. I don't even know I've got a presentation at this point in time. So I – and, you know, this is coming off a higher than normal amount of stress in my life because at that point in time, I'd started a music business. I'm working as an associate for another chiropractor. I'm still traveling to New Zealand doing some TV. I'm presenting over in New Zealand. I'm running a weight loss company over in New Zealand called Slim U. Um, I'm sleeping on about – I'm getting four hours-ish sleep, and I've been doing that for four or five or six years, and um, and my body wasn't fit like I wasn't feeling great so I then um, walked as I was walking into the RACGP I was met by a guy by the name of Luke and at that point in time I didn't know who I'd met and he pushed the up button he said come in and so I've gone up and Norm's there he goes Damo you look a bit white and I go oh no <laughs> what's actually going on he goes you okay I said can I just have some water he goes yep no worries are we going to be okay I said I hope so he goes what do you mean I said oh I've got the spinning wheel of death on my computer and I don't know if I'm going to have a presentation. He goes, oh, jeepers. I've got 180 slides here, Norm. I'm hoping that it gets going. So I plug it in. I've got my microphone, lapel mic on. Countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. It gets down and then the little Apple symbol comes up on my screen and it goes, All right, step one. I think we're all right. So I go to my desktop. My desktop's still all intact. I open up my keynote presentation. All 180 slides were there. 
all of them were there. Thank you, Apple. Thank you, Apple. So the room's packed. It's hot. Well, at least it felt like it was hot to me. I didn't take my jacket off because I had massive sweat marks, and I uh, delivered a presentation where I only got through 90 slides. I got through 90 of my 180 slides, so I had a whole bunch of stuff. And the one slide that stuck out to me, the one slide that stuck out to me was this, and it was a there was a a, um, a a study that spoke about the chronic stress and the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal gland axis. And it said humans have been designed with a complex repertoire of metabolic machinery. So in other words, we've been designed to be able to handle stuff, to be able to maintain normal homeostasis. This physiological state of balance is susceptible to various perturbations by intrinsic, so stuff that happens in our body, and extrinsic, stuff that happens in our outside environment, whether actual or perceived, Mm. actual or perceived. The term stress has been coined to describe a state of threatened homeostasis or disharmony that must then be counteracted by an adaptive stress response. And it occurred to me when I was reading this study that what actually happens is that the body adapts over time to stress. And so we wind up with stress over time. So our set point for stress continues to increase over time, even though we feel like we go to sleep. We go to sleep and we reset. That doesn't happen. This involves a complex array of physiologic and behavioral responses intended to reestablish homeostasis or balance. In other words, it's complex. It's now no longer just go to sleep and you'll be right. It's now no longer just go for a walk and everything's going to go be fine. It's no longer have some B vitamins and some magnesium and everything's going to be hunky-dory. That's not the way it's going to be anymore. It's a complex array of physiologic and behavioral responses to bring us back into balance or homeostasis. And that slide is the one thing that kind of shapes this Cracky Stress Code presentation. Oh, this is fantastic. And in a moment, uh, we're going to wrap up the episode and go into Damo's 180 slides on the next episode of 100 Not Out because (laughs) this is where the rubber hits the road, guys. Now you have the context. Now you know exactly what the foundation has been for Damo when he thought it was a police car, it was a taxi, but this has been the foundation of Crack Your Stress Code. I want to know one thing, Damo. Well, Pete Lennon wants yeah. to know one thing because we are taking questions for each episode, and on the next episode, we're going to go into these phases. Uh, how many are there? Five or six? I always forget. Is it five or six? Yeah, there's four. Um, oh, but uh... I get the number wrong every time. <laughs> not five, not six, it's four. But we could make it five or six. I actually do think that um, there is another phase. There is another phase um, that's happening. Oh, there's a bonus um, phase. So but we, we'll open that. Yeah. There is a bonus phase. And I think what the point I was actually wanting to make was that you realized, and a lot of people are still actually realizing, is that stress is not something that can be cured or fixed by taking a pill, which I think is just the most yes. profound you know, lesson from all of that. But Pete Lennon wants to know, um, I've definitely noticed a correlation between my stress levels on any day and the amount of caffeine I have consumed. You did refer mm-hmm. to that in your story. Just to finish yeah. up this episode, um, the, the, the connection between caffeine consumption and stress, can you talk to that for a moment? Yeah, absolutely. Now, we have to understand, and I will talk about this when we talk about, you know, the winding up of stress in our body. What caffeine does is it it stimulates a release of a hormone uh, by our adrenal glands uh, called adrenaline. And when adrenaline is secreted into the bloodstream, uh, there's obviously a number of different physiological impacts of that. Um, some of those are really positive, you know, helps you talk faster, think clearer, 
improve your short-term memory recall. You know, some really amazing things that happen with, you know, with caffeine. What are you bouncing around for? Sorry, so, I'm always bouncing. That was hilarious. Okay, what are you dancing for? And, and then, but the other thing that can happen, or that does happen, is that your blood vessels constrict, and so as a result of your blood vessels constricting, um, there's an increase in heart rate. There's a um, a purposeful direction of blood flow to areas within the body that are important, like the heart, the muscles, um, skeletal muscles, you know, more so, and that would help us move faster in times of stress or threat and danger. So. You know, if you go back to the fight or flight um, discussion that many people might have, they often reference a saber-toothed tiger or trying to run around um, or run away from danger. And uh, that saber-toothed tiger uh, would kind of make you realize that you don't need to sit down and digest your food. You kind of got to lighten the load and get out of here. And, uh, and so what happens in a stressful situation or a frightful situation is that your blood is diverted away from your digestive system and the sympathetic nervous system takes over which causes an evacuation of your bowels and a um, evacuation of your bladder, um, and an increase in heart rate um, to enable you to run faster. And this is where cardiovascular um, fitness, you know, comes in really handy because you can get away with it, get away from stuff. And so that sympathetic response, which is triggered by caffeine, um, is good in some parts, but because it triggers a stress response within the body, it triggers other hormone responses within the body, uh, namely cortisol, uh, which is another stress hormone which will affect the way in which we utilize our fuel. Uh, And as a result of utilization of our fuel being affected, we will start to crave more foods um, as a result of being stressed or being put into a stressful situation from something like caffeine. So we can – delve deeper or dive deeper into that later on but certainly what we understand is that caffeine is a chemical trigger that makes our body secrete hormones which causes a cascade of events to take place and that fight or flight um, impact from caffeine uh, you know it has both short-term and long-term consequences which we'll talk about. Oh, this has been a cracker, and I said it at the beginning, and I'll say it now. If you want Damo to share that message with anyone that you're involved with, head on over to DamienChristoph.com. Email him direct, Damien at DamienChristoph.com. Just don't spam him because he likes to keep his inbox down to zero. Um, so <laughs> we're going to continue so this conversation you. on the next episode of 100 Not Out. We're going to dig deep into the four phases of stress. People are already beginning to... Respond to your wisdom demo. Pete Lennon says, Jeepers, that explains a bunch of things. I might need to see demo. You and 20 million others, Pete. Couldn't agree with you more. This connection <laughs> is pertinent to all of us. Uh, demo, as always, thanks again for your wisdom on this episode of 100 Not Out. Thank you, PC. Thank you, PC. So, again, folks, for Damo, head over to DamienChristoph.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. A big shout-out to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Joseph Tomo, our editor, our beautiful community of 100 Not Out listeners and viewers. Make sure you connect with us on Facebook at 100 Not Out, on Instagram at 100.NotOut, particularly if you're keen to join us in Ikaria 2023. Dates and details, TBC. But we're going back, baby. We're committed. We're doing it. We are. We are. Until next week, continue. Yeah? Oh, yeah? I was just going to say I'm excited. But the reason why I want to say I'm excited is because have we we got up the the register your interest page yet? No, sorry. Okay. Yeah, just another thing on the to-do list, but yes. I have been been sending people 
to that page to uh, do that. So if you've gone there and you're listening to this podcast and there's no register your interest thing there, that's cool. Just email marcus at marcuspierce.com. Dot au. Dot au. Yeah. And uh, or Damien at DamienChristoph.com and we will um, that will register your interest and then yep. we'll we've got a little sort of- spreadsheet. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, folks, to everyone that listens, enjoy. Can't wait to see you next week. Until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.